Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Good Morning Questions. Absolutely loving these questions and the conversation that results uh, from them. My name is Michael Ellis. I am your host, and I'm the host of this podcast. I mean, this is the podcast is a satisfied mind, and it's really all about just in, interesting conversations with interesting people about stuff. Um, these questions are. I'm really loving these. These are ones that I've been asking myself each day and, and, and sharing them with you and sharing the conversation that comes as a result of these questions. And so some are, you know, some are sort of pretty lighthearted and um, some are a bit more deep. And this one's definitely on the deep end. <laughs> We're going straight into the deep end, in, in fact. And look, to be honest, the fact is you can't really explore a topic like this uh, in a 10-minute podcast. And uh, if you do, you really only just scratching the surface and in fact the an entire lifetime devoted to this topic is um, only ever scratching the surface and uh i'll tell you what the question is the question is um what is the story you're telling what's the story you're telling now let me provide some uh some context to this this is really about consciousness it's about awareness and it's about our experience of it and it's about our understanding of it now i've been a student of this for you know my entire life and i've you know since studying philosophy at uh, at uni it's been it's been a question that i've been asking and an awareness that i've been developing and a practice that has also been uh, evolving and uh and i i just i'm always blown away by what happens whenever I ask this question. And every time I do, it's a completely different experience uh, or it's a, it's a deeper level of an awareness um, or it's certainly a different experience of awareness. And so what I'm talking about here is, is awareness. And there's a few stages to this. There's a few, and, and it's an awakening. It's a, it's an awakening of you, of, a, of the question itself, I should say is the catalyst for an awakening, an awakening of awareness and awakening of consciousness and an awakening, full stop, uh, to what, to other, to a broader spectrum or a, vo- uh, a broader range of frequency of experience that is going on around you and uh, a broader uh, spectrum of what that experience is uh, as a lived experience, not just an, as an observation of more, but as a, a greater experience of more than what it is that we might currently experience as awareness, through our awareness. <laughs> I told you it's going to get a bit deep. So let me see if I can explain this a little bit. Or at least provide a little bit of con- you know framework to, to help explain what it is that I'm talking about. Um, first of all, I, I'll reference a couple of writers um, and thinkers on, on on this topic, which continue to inspire me to practice deeper and think differently. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, um, his his books, um, especially the Power of Now, it, the Power of Now is something I think I read when I was in my twenties. I was relatively young and very much interested in the topic. I couldn't, it didn't resonate with me at the time. I wasn't ready for it. I read it again 20 years later and it blew my mind uh, apart. 
in the best possible way. Um, he, he, I, he, I listened to a um, YouTube thing of him yesterday. He, he, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to listen to, um, but nevertheless, the truth of what it is that he says is pretty profound. Um, uh, Michael Singer in his book, The Untethered Soul is another wonderful exploration of the concept of, um, being the observer, uh, of taking that seat, um, as the observer of our thoughts. And, uh, that's another wonderful book, probably a little bit more accessible than, uh, The Power of Now, but Michael Singer is another person I reference and think about a lot and go back and read his work, um, uh, regularly. And again, every time I do, I always learn and experience something different and I grow my expand, my consciousness expands and my awareness um, evolves as a, as a result of that. So I just want to reference a couple of those um, writers and thinkers. And what I'm talking about here um, is, a pro- is a practice and I'll break it down to a few really simple steps. Um, simple, but not necessarily easy. It, and the weird thing about this is it, it's a, it's a paradox, right? We are the we are the thinker doing the thinking, and we're thinking about what it is that we're thinking about, and it's kind of like we're we're stuck in this loop um, until we're not, until we step outside the loop, and it's a completely different experience that we're not used to or prepared for or familiar with, and so we don't really know how to do it, other than to do it, and it's just such a uh, contrast to the control that we like to typically have because there's no control over this it's just an awareness and it just is counter to everything that we've come to know and rely on and and trust and believe in which is just why it's so such a beautiful practice in the first place because it just fucks with everything (laughs) i think everything needs fucking with at times you know because sometimes most of the time it's running on default conditioning that doesn't always work and it's not always in our best interests or in each other's best interest and they're certainly not the planet's best interest anyway let me just break it down what i'm talking about when i'm asking this question um uh, what's the story you're telling is i'll break down in three simple steps one um what what's actually happening around you what's actually happening what are the facts what is the what are the empirically observable um facts that are happening without judgment without assigning meaning without and i'm we can't not do this we can't not have our own unique perspective but acknowledging that we have a unique perspective and that's by definition subjective um what you what are we what's actually going on let's just try and remove ourselves from that as much as possible remove the value judgments from that as much as possible and identify what's actually happened what's what's happening the second thing is what am i now making that mean what's the narrative what's the story i'm telling about the event that's just happened or the experience that i'm having this is where it gets this is what happens i think by default for all of us um, to one degree or another it's just conditioned judgment layering what am what what is my mind making it mean now some of this happens quite in a very primal way in terms of our physiological response to something often is conditioned uh, and it is well it's always conditioned but often we have a physiological response to something that um is um like a you know, an automatic response, a body responds in a way. 
Um, but we also apply meaning to that, you know, and we assign meaning to it. That's the second step. What what are you making it mean? And then the third thing to be aware of is that you are aware of the fact that you are making it mean something. That then provides an opportunity. It then opens a door to understanding that the meaning that's that we're assigning to something is arbitrary. Or at least it is something that we are doing. And the meaning may not necessarily be inherent in the events. It's something that we assign. Now, the reasons why we do that and what meaning it's given, there's that like there are so like that's an that's an infinite um you know that there are infinite reasons for why we do what we do or why we make certain things mean certain things i mean that's and that's unique and that can get really distracting but the the, the point of this is is just to acknowledge that that we are making things mean something and i'm less in, in this conversation i'm less interested in what the meaning is and why uh, we assign a particular meaning to to an event. I'm not interested in that as much as I am in that we do it in the first place. And taking the seat of the observer of you of yourself doing that, and just notice and simply noticing it, just noticing it. What then can come from that is, well, you know, some further questions around, is this working for me? Is this aligned with what I believe? Is it true, actually uh, true? Or what version of the truth is, you know, is this? And and what version of the, of the, the, the experience am I focusing on and what meaning am I assigning to that? Like that gets really fucking hectic. (laughs) And I love that too, but you know, it's, it's a, bit of a rabbit hole to, you know, navigate. It's a very deep and, um, and dark one. Sometimes it takes a while to come out of that. But uh, I just think it's worth acknowledging that we make stories up about things and we believe these stories to be true and we live as though they are and that's what we do. And I don't know anybody who doesn't do this. And I don't know many people who are aware of that, of the fact that they do this on you know all the time. And for me, at least, it's been really, really interesting and liberating and fucking challenging. But also, like, it opens up this incredible potential for things to be different. When I question the meaning I assign things and whether that's actually true and what if there was another meaning that was also true and because there always is, what am I choosing? Uh, I hope this is making some sense to you when I ask the question, uh, what's the story uh, you're telling? I hope that makes sense. And it might be, it's definitely something worth considering today. When something happens and you have an emotional response to it, uh, or even when you just think about it and, you know, you kind of spin on it and you just keep thinking about, what's the story you're telling? Start questioning that. And start noticing that there is a objective observer of your thoughts that are happening, which is also you. 
and there's an opportunity for us to start to align more with one than the other. We can align more with the thinker of the thoughts, as in that objective observer and that objective perspective of self, or we can be the thoughts, as in not dissociate ourselves from the thoughts and and believe and live as though we are the thoughts that we think when in fact it's my belief that we are not and that we have some control over what thoughts we choose to attach to to perpetuate and also what meaning we give those thoughts as well and what meaning we give the experiences that we're having Okay, that's enough head fuckery for, for one morning. I hope that this is of value to you. As I said, if you want it far more, um, a far more uh, um, uh, erudite, is that the word? Um, maybe, a, maybe, a far, maybe a clearer at least um, understanding or explanation of what it is that I'm trying to say here, you can... Refer to some of those books that I've mentioned, Eckhart Tolle uh, or Michael Singer, um, you know, and then there's so many incredible, there's a canon of work from Eastern traditions um, and philosophies that just do this and have been doing this for, you know, thousands of years so well. This question might just be a catalyst for you to start thinking and differently through acknowledging what it is that you're thinking about and the meaning that you're assigning the thoughts and the story that you are telling. It's an interesting one to ask yourself throughout the day. What's the what's the story I'm telling? Okay, uh, I'm going to leave it there before we start to um, melt into some kind of, um, you know, amorphous um, matrix goop and i wish that you have a most wonderful day um whatever it is that you're doing throughout the throughout the day have an awesome one sending you lots of love and um, thanks for listening and look forward to chatting more about stuff soon have an awesome day everyone